Pick Up The Pace is a rugby union podcast hosted by All Black super fan and Anadu Ryle. Two passionate rugby fanatics from Wainui Mata, New Zealand who go deep into everything rugby without taking themselves too seriously. Hey, what's up team? Pick Up The Pace with your man All Black super fan back here again. And Anadu Ryle here back in my spare room for yet another episode of Pick Up The Pace. You just got back from Fiji, didn't you bro? Yeah, still on Fiji I think time. you saw the island time actually because you just wake up like an hour ago. I'm missing the Fiji Golds. Are you? Mm. What about the happy hours? Is it five to six? One, yeah. you get, buy one, get one free? Yeah. You sound yeah. depressed, man. Wake That's up. That's good. Let's go. We're back <laughs> into it. All right. Right. So this episode of Pick Up The Pace, we have a very special guest. But before we talk about our special guest, uh, the theme of this show is going to be all about Japan. And the stories and the experiences and some of the cool things that we got up to. But we got a, uh, a like you said, a very special guest from the deep south. Uh, he's a competition winner who won the Back Back All Black Supporters Fan Page Competition with his mighty, mighty effort of his song, Kamati, all the way from Invercargill, Ash Murray. And here is a sample of his winning song. Kia ora. We all know the words to the All Black Haka, Kamati. Let's give it a shot. Como te, como te, yo oro, oro, que me te toco, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from the deep south, before I get him on, we have Ash Murray, the winner of the All Blacks Back Black Rugby Competition. Uh, he, Him and his partner, Hine, and uh, their three kids living in Invercargill. Uh, he's a shearer by trade, and the winner, he was the winner of the competition, and his prize was a trip to Japan for the Rugby World Cup. So, Noreda, no my haramai. Ash Murray, Kia ora, how are you, Ash. brother? Uh, cheers, guys, for having me. All good, all good. Hey, man, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, the competition, the Back Black competition, and what inspired you to apply for the competition? Yeah, well, um, it was a song. It was a song I've played um, since I was a kid. Um, it's a song that I've always enjoyed, and I thought, well, why not put it out there and see if if they like it and. Hey, they loved it and managed to um, salvage a trip to Japan out of it. So, because <laughs> <laughs> nah, we've all heard it before, you know, um, Kamati mm. isn't you know the the haka mm. before the games played. I've, I mean, personally, me, bro, I've never heard it in a song format, but mm. the videos got around there on stuff and uh, New Zealand Herald and Facebook, and they were going viral. So, I, mm. I, when I first seen it, I thought, well, this is different. This is pretty cool, mm. you know. So, um, to win it, was it a surprise? Like, how did it happen? Like, how did you know you won? But, oh, well, it sort of, after it went viral, we sort of thought, oh, shit, you know, what if, but not trying to count our, our hens before they, you know, they hatch. But, um, so, we, yeah, it was hard to sort to try, you know, we didn't know well, what's going to happen, but 
funny thing is they um they actually sent me a bloody a package in the mail. Just, oh, we love your um, love your entry, and here's a gift for you. And they sent me a flat rugby ball and a plate <laughs> paint. So, um, look, you got the booby prize. Yeah, I thought, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, and then a couple of weeks later, they um, they turned up with a member of Six Sixty, uh, bass player Chris Mack. Oh wow! Um, and surprised me in the woolshed. It was a bit of a shock. Um, so you were actually working at the time when they surprised you. Yeah, doors come flying open and the papers and and their All Black TV crew all turned up and yeah, it was a it was a hell of a fright actually. What is a Maori boy doing all the way down in Invercargill, bro? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm originally from the Hawks Bay, but um, my the father, magpies, the magpies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My father, um, he saw sheep, so he moved down south. He brought the, our whole family down, um, and I was pretty much uh, raised in a wool shed down here. Oh, in a wheelchair, we know you wouldn't be getting cold. You'd be all around that merino, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's, um, yeah. So, yeah, I share sheep down here now. Um, I have done full-time since I was 17. So, the last 30, uh, 13 years, I've been um, been shearing sheep out of the south. It's awesome, pretty good. Bro. Good stuff. Hey, good work. So, um, tell us about uh, when you first got to Japan. Uh, what were your first impressions of the place? Um. It's, there's so many words, but it, it, it's just it's so clean and beautiful, and yeah, it's it's a it's an unreal place. It's a lot to take in, really. Like um, but yeah, no, nah, it's just yeah. The more the longer we stayed there, the more and more we fell in love with the place. Mm. But everything's so in order, eh? Like the trains are on yeah. time, the people, the yeah. vibe. So how long were you over there, brother? Um, so we did 17 days. We got um, we got the all all finals package. So oh, wow. we, we saw the Irish um, campaign come to an end because of our, our beloved All Blacks. <laughs> that was an awesome game. Um, then the next or the Saturday after, uh, we watched the a quarter final belt between Japan and South Africa, and then we watched both semi finals, the bronze, and then the final. So. We're really blessed to have that opportunity. All the big games. Working. All the big games, yeah. What nah, an, it was, yeah. What an was experience. What an yeah. experience to be at the final as well for a historic oh, victory. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Um, you know, to see a black African lift the Web Ellis Cup for the first time, it was history, and um, and we were lucky to be there. Yeah, no, what an experience. Great so, kit. hey, we, we, we were looking at your Facebook page and you had shared quite a few photos with some pretty well-known people over there. Do you want to tell us a little bit about who they were and some of those experiences? How did you meet them? Yeah, did you bump into them in well, the train station or were they part yeah. of the tour? Or? Um, so some were part of the tour and then some of them were guest speakers. But, hey, we managed to run into Sir Graham Henry and um, actually I bumped into him three or four times <laughs> during the trip. So it was like, hey, girl, it was hard not to be a be a hummer to him. Um, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like you in the foyer of the hotel and you'd just be cruising back to you <laughs> like, hey, Graham, I'll catch you up later. Yeah, he would have got the sick of the side of me. But, um, no, nah, he was awesome, eh? I got a few selfies with him. And, no, nah, he, he was a nice guy to talk to. Um, so we also run into Razor. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, potential all-black coach. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, the break-dancing coach from Canterbury. <laughs> So yeah, he was awesome. Um, really nice guy. He was actually sitting three seats in front of us. Um, I'd watched most of the final uh, that game before I realised he was sitting three seats in front. <laughs> so I had to get a photo with him. Um, and 
<laughs> one of the other guys I run into was um, uh, Beaver. So oh, Beaver. Yeah, yeah, he was one of our guest speakers, and um, I managed to get a good photo with him and um, got a hongi out of him. So that was cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was awesome, eh? It was. Um, but the atmospheres in those big games, especially the um, semi-finals and, and and the finals and that, um, must have been um, must have been huge. You know, the noise and and the singing yeah. from the English and the um, the passion <laughs> from the South Africans and it must have been yeah. something else. Eh? Like, what did it feel like? You know, because our stadiums here are only half the size, if that. And going to these big 80,000 seat stadiums must have been uh, must be massive for you, bro. Coming from the deep south and seeing all this, eh? Yeah, it was, it was carnage, eh? But, hey, you just take your time and you're not in a rush. You just you're just cruising with it. Um, hey, and yeah, it was it was electrifying. But you know, you just we were there to soak it up, and um, that's exactly what me and my partner did. Yeah, cool. And so, like, you were there watching the games. Did you get any downtime? Did you hit, did they did you go anywhere outside of the rugby? And if you did, tell us something about that, bro. Oh yeah. So um. During during the games, you'd have five days five days off. Um, so the tours, all black tours, um, they, they kept us really busy. We got we did get when we did get a spare day, we um, a lot of it was just catching up on rest. But um, they, they took us to some beautiful places. Like we hopped on a bullet train, went through to Kanazawa for three four days. Um, that was. Um, it was good to go see that part of Japan. They're a bit more traditional, and, and there's a bit more culture there, which is sort of what me and Hina were were looking for while we were there. And then they flew us to a beautiful island off the south coast there, um, called Okinawa. So we managed to famous island. Snake, wow. Yeah, we managed to snake four days in there, um, which helped us get over the the English blues. But <laughs> we got there in the end, and yeah, it was. It was good. We we come home fit and ready for the um, for the bronze final, which, in my opinion, was the Rugby World Cup final. It was definitely <laughs> yeah. more exciting, wasn't it? But, yeah, 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 for sure. So just uh, just before we wrap up, bro, do you want to just um, let us know what your top highlights were of your seventeen day trip in Japan? Seventeen days. Um, I tell you what, it's hard to pinpoint that. I get asked all the time since I've been home. But, you know, what was the best part? And I was like, hey, mate, there's just that much going on there and you know you're just you're on a high all day every day japan they really turned it on i think they've set a set a high bar for them for the french in four years time awesome hey thank you so much ash for joining us on our episode our brand new episode for pick up the pace it's been awesome to hear your experience while over in japan we'll talk a little bit about our experience later but it basically mirrors from uh, what you were saying um mm. take care and congratulations yeah man Again, for mm. for that beautiful back black, All Blacks fan page competition winner, Ash Murray, all the way from <laughs> Invercargill. Awesome. Wow. Thanks, thanks a lot, guys. I um, really appreciate you making time to, to have me on the show. And No problem, brother. Yeah. Uh, awesome. No problem. Take care, Ash. Kakiti, okay, bro. Bye. How cool was that, bro? Speaking to the winner of the back black yeah, competition. Man. What a cool cat, eh? All the way down, like a shearer, and then submits his Kamati song, the video, yeah. ends up winning it and goes all the way to Japan for uh, 17 days, did he say? Yeah, yeah, Staying yeah. in five-star hotels, bumping into Graham Henry <laughs> like five times, you know, uh, meeting Beaver, Razor Robinson, going to, what, the, the quarter-finals, the semi-finals, and the finals. And this, and we said at the top, this episode was all focused on our experiences in Japan for the Rugby World Cup. Uh, Ash has shared his experiences. We have similar experiences. So tell us 
bro, when we first landed in Japan, what were your first impressions? Wow, just, I mean, we got there and it was warm, eh? It felt, it felt like summertime, so we landed at about, well, we went from Wellington to Melbourne, Melbourne to Singapore, Singapore to uh, uh, Tokyo, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I think it was about 1am the time we got there, checked in, stayed at an airport hotel, basically, long story short, wake up in the morning, walked out, 32 degrees, and we're like, how is this what it's going to be like for rugby, you know, like, hot as a... Eh? Mm-hmm. And we, um, the first place we went to was the Rugby World Cup. Superstore, and we met we met the manager. Of oh, the place, in, oh, in Shinjuku, yeah, Shinjuku. that's right. We got a uh, train all the way out to uh, Shinjuku, and uh, we met up with Micah. And then next minute, straight outside was was, was uh, TV One Takarare. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, Irina Smith, um, one yeah. of the journalists, was out there, and obviously seen us and our all black gears, you know, to the hilt. And um, she came up, had a bit of a cordial with us, and next next minute we're doing an interview on Takarari. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where it all started. There were so many media uh, moments on this trip. Uh, but like I said before, we met the manager. Was it after that interview? It was after the interview. He seen yeah. something was going on. He thought, who are these guys? And we were a big nobody. We just did a bit of an interview, and then he come up and... Um, what did he say? Come on. He just gave us the scoop. He said, hey, boys, uh, I know you. looks like you guys are, are hearty All Blacks fans. Uh, Dan Carter's going to be here later tonight. So I suggest if you want to come, get here early, line up. He's not going to be around for too long. So we had to check into our Airbnb. We did. So we did that, and then we went back later that night. Yeah, thinking, okay, let's see if this guy is telling porkies, you know. And <laughs> he said about seven, so we sort of like hovered around the store, making out we're up to no good. And then we sort of seen some media build-up, didn't we, at the back, mm-hmm. and a few people with cameras, and we thought, oh, this is going down. Dan yeah, Carter, it's actually going down. So we sort of ciphered around a little bit, and then um, next minute Dan Carter walks out. He was doing a um, promotion for MasterCard, I think. Yep, yep. So he had his thing going on stage with a few other fans. Uh, we were waiting in line. We were sitting right up the front, standing, sorry, right up the front, and a, a, a guy came out with with Dan. Yeah, yeah, it's sort of like, oh, I don't know, just... Uh, some cat just walking with him. Mm. We don't really know who he was, but he ended up standing next to us. And uh, we sort of said to him, oh, hey, bro, are you with um, Dan? And he sort of goes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Daniel's manager. <laughs> like, okay, all right. And Dan looked pretty busy, eh? He was yeah, there, yeah. you know, there was fans screaming everywhere, as you could imagine. And we sort of said to, the, um, to his manager, I think his name was Dean, hey, do you reckon we could get a photo with Dan? And um, he's like, yeah, shouldn't be a problem. But the security started ushering Dan out the back, you know, obviously he's a busy man, he's got places to be and things to do, and old Dean was like, Daniel, da- <laughs> Daniel, yelling at it, Dan, we're like, no, no, it's okay, bro, it's, it's all good, let him go, he's like, Daniel, Daniel, come back, <laughs> and he um, gets Daniel attention, and Daniel comes back, and uh, he goes, oh, these guys are here from um, from New Zealand, they want a photo, next minute, Dan has a bit of a um, bit of a chat and a corridor with us, and a photo, and it was pretty cool, eh? Couldn't believe it, he was halfway out the door. Yeah, his manager dragged him back for us. <laughs> Just for us. So that was our first day, uh, it was pretty full on when we that got there. That was day one. It yeah. was day one, yeah, that was day one, and then we are off for a bit of a kai uh, down the road, and, and a couple of cold beers, weren't we? Yeah, but we forgot a little little part of that story. What was Before that? we left the mega store that night, I had to text Steve Hansen. Oh, yes you did, that's right. Is that the text that was about... Two sentences that took us about 45 minutes to try and work out how to word it correctly. So before we left, before we got on the flight to Japan, um, we got given Steve Hansen's number from a very special mate. Thank you, brother. You know who Thank you, you are. Thank you. Yeah, you know who you are. Um, arigato gozaimasu. Arigato. Uh, <laughs> so we got, we got the number, um, hopefully, to get access to the captain's run. The following day, before the All Blacks the versus day. South Africa. So the advice that was given to us was, here's his number. 
the captain's runs on this date at this time at this place. Go there, it'll be fine. But if you get stuck, give him a text. Yeah, text yeah. Steve Hanson. Yeah, like like we're gonna give him a text. Like, is this for real? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we sat down and uh, we went through and we went, okay, what are we going to text them? How do we word it? And then end up sending them a text. Yep, two sentences long, which was basically along the lines of, "Hi, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's Anaru here, uh, like, like like and 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 and, and all black super fan. <laughs> <laughs> you may know us. We're from Wanumara. We're 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 this person's mate." Uh, we're coming to the captain's run tomorrow, just confirming it's still on at this place and this time. And we left it at that. Yeah. And he texts back, I've got it on my phone still. <laughs> he texts back within two minutes. You're screenshotted and, and he everything. said, yep, that's fine, boys. See you then. Yeah, and we're like, whoa, Steve Hansen, two days out from one of the biggest games in his <laughs> career, texts us back and we're sort of sitting there on a high air. We're like, we got to go get a beer. This deserves a beer. <laughs> We've had a big day. We've only just arrived. We had an interview with the Carter Day, met one of the bros, <laughs> and then met Dan Carter. Next one, we text Steve Hansen. This is all within 10 hours. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So, we, yeah, and then so we, we went to go get a beer, and that was it for day one. I think that was enough for day one. That Jeez. was enough. We, we needed some cold uh, asahi, didn't we? But just when we thought day one couldn't get any better, day two, I think, topped it. Yeah, day two. It was day massive. two. So we talked about the captain's run. Day two, this was Friday the day before the first All Blacks match of the Rugby World So Cup. everyone's chill, right? We're, we're in an Airbnb uh, accommodation, and the captain's run is at 3pm in some place in Tokyo where no one knew where it was or how we were going to get there. Uh, we knew trains were going to go, but we didn't know how many connections there were going to be. And I said to the bros, I want to be there three hours before <laughs> it starts. And they're like, three hours? <laughs> no, no. I said, Lucky well, we were. We can't rock up half an hour before. We don't even know where this is. So we get up and we leave our Airbnb at like 8 a.m. Yeah. Ready, bound. We've got our backpacks on, our water. We're ready to go. But you had an interview first thing in the morning first. We were waiting on you. Inter- the day oh. after Te Karere come back. Yeah, okay. So one thing leads to another. You know, Te Karere do an interview. Um, they put it onto their page. And next minute, um, I had a message on my Facebook from stuff.co.nz. And there was about 6.30 a.m. Uh, Japan time saying, hey, we want to do an interview. And I'm yelling at the boys, there's another interview. <laughs> well, where, where's all this coming from? But hey, when you're in the moment, you know, get with it, eh? <laughs> and so that was about half an hour of just uh, explaining what we're there, what we're doing, what makes us super fans, and uh, what, what are we up to, and what games are we going to, and, and all that sort of carry on. So we did that first, and then we headed off to the um, captain's run. Yeah, very important, making sure the media was out the way early. It felt like we were on tour. It, it felt like we were part of the All Blacks team. We're, we're here. I felt like your media manager. <laughs> <laughs> right, you've got stuff at 12 o'clock, you've got to cut it in. We've got to get the train right. at one. Yeah. We, you know, it's at the station. Japanese media are waiting for Shanks us. waiting for us. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy, but it was very, very cool. So we get on the train and we have to go, it must have been about 45 minutes to an hour to get to the venue yeah, easy. of the captain's run. Yeah, for sure. So we get there three hours beforehand. Yep, we did. And we get off and we, okay, Google Maps, eh? you, you followed the little arrow, we're here. Next minute in front of us, huge stadium. Massive stadium, but we could only see one side of it. Yeah. It was full of scaffolding, right? So we're like, okay, this is it. This is the captain's run. It's the only stadium that's right in front of us. So 
our um, GPS told us this was the place, eh, Andrew? Yeah, pretty dead place, though. Yep, it was quiet. So we walked around the stadium, and we go around, it's, the stadium's four walls. So we go past the first one, we look down the second one. Okay, there's more scaffolding. All right, that's cool, we'll keep walking. Then there's construction, like it's a, like it's under renovation or something. Or the Olympics, Or the Olympics, yeah. yeah. And then so we go, okay, there, there must be an opening around the other side. So we go down the other side. More scaffolding. This is the third wall, right? Okay, fourth wall, more scaffolding. Mr. Right. Superfan's losing his like shit. This, this, He's getting nervous. This ain't the stadium, bro. We, we've stuffed us up. This is not the captain's run. This is not where we're going to be. So it's sort of like this, this dark grey cloud came over me. I was like, okay, whatever. We're not going. It's cool. It's over. It's finished. Oh, and then, um, had to give him a pep talk and everything. And then about 40, <laughs> 40 metres away, we seen these goalposts, and we seen this like temporary fencing up with some uh, plastic around it. And I was thinking, Found it. hang on, this is a this is like a closed session, no cameras, you know. Mm. So then I ran up, jumped the fence. Well, not that fence, but another little fence. So security jumped that, had a little peek through, and I noticed that there was um, they were setting up rugby balls, and we're like, yeah, this has got to be the yeah. captain's run. Then we seen some security. Yeah, tell like, us about uh, that. Then there was obviously a language barrier there. Yeah. So we got there, Japanese security. <laughs> asked us whether we had accreditation. They're talking in Japanese. Yeah, they're talking in Japanese. They're showing us the pictures. Tra- oh, it was, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we didn't have accreditation. Yeah, and they said, oh, we go, but we know, uh, we don't know, but we, uh, we got Coach Steve Hansen's yeah, number. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, 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 the only accreditation we had <laughs> was, was the text was that text. Steve sent us the night before. Yeah. So, as, as as we all know, that's never enough. That's, that's right. So we... um. We headed off down the road. Uh, we thought, okay, we've got two and a half hours to kill. We need to rethink. Yep. Yeah, we need to rethink. This is stressful. Ramen. Yeah, ramen. Sake. So what do you do? Ramen, sake and beer at two in the afternoon. Yeah. Fixes all your problems, eh? And luckily we got there three hours beforehand because we were still stressing out about whether we would get in. So what do we do? We text Steve Hansen again. At the dinner table. So we're having our ramen. We've got our sake. Uh, we, we went on to calm our nerves, eh? So we thought a good sake would do that. <laughs> text Steve Hansen. Hey, we're here. <laughs> We're waiting for you. Basically, that was the text. So it took a while to, to draft that text. Yeah, as well. another well, half an hour. It wasn't quite as blunt like that. Yeah, no, it wasn't. But anyway, but we sent the text. Uh, we're waiting. It must have been about 45 minutes to an well, hour. Well, the phone was in the middle of the table. Like, it was like the hello. Like, it was the pot of gold. It was just sitting yeah, there. Yeah. And we're eating our ramen. And we're like, he hasn't text back yet. He hasn't rang. Okay, okay, okay. He's going to ring. He's a busy man. He's on the bus. It's a captain's run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave the man alone. He's got plans and strategies to sort out, right? Yeah. And here we are, just sitting there waiting. And like you said, 30, 40 minutes later, we're at the end of our ramen. And then um, yep. the phone rings. And this is, I'm going to try and reenact it, right? Okay, here we so, go. So, phones rings. And He's got his name in his phone, say, yeah. Shag. Shag. This is Anadu. Shag's calling me! Shag's ringing me! Shag's calling! And I'm thinking, answer the phone, Anadu. Just answer it like it's been ringing about six or seven times. Shag's ringing! What do I say? What do I say? <laughs> and then I was like, give it here, give it here. I'll talk to him. No, no, I'll talk to him. Then he just goes, hey, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After all that. I don't know what to do. His name was coming up. Shag, oh my God. What? I, I, when does the All Blacks coach ring you? Not even players get phone calls from, from Shag. That's right. And he rings you on the way in the bus with the All Blacks. Yeah, what a moment. It was, uh, the conversation went for 1 minute 39 seconds just looking at... Oh my God. It's on my phone right oh, now just yeah. looking at it. Oh, jeez. But what a moment that was. Anyway, he um he just wanted to make sure that uh, he had our names. Yeah. He said everything's going to be fine. Very calm. He said, I'll put your names at the door. No probs, just... 
just text through your names again and we'll sort you out. I've spoken to one of our managers. But didn't he say, like, what are you, we are you? What are you doing? Oh, he, made, yeah, he wanted to make sure that we were in the right place and I was freaking out. I was like, I didn't, where am I? I, I yeah, don't yeah. even know where, yeah, where uh, am he, I am. He's like, oh, we're just having some noodles. We're just having, I'm like, what, I'm like what, is, what the hell are you talking about? We're just having some noodles. So, yeah, so he um he got us access and, and that seemed to be okay. So we went directly to the training uh, ground. venue, training yeah. ground. Which yeah. about 10 minutes away, five minutes yeah. away. And a bit of a crowd had built up since we were last yes. year. Yeah. It must have been about, what, 40, 40, 50? 40, 50 people. Yeah, it's pretty intimate. Yeah. So the lady's standing up front, right, with a with a list. She's like a Kiwi All Black uh, manager, liaison officer or something, eh? Yeah. With an iPad, actually, and a, a bit of paper. Yep. We had to line up. She's telling everyone to line up, come around here, and he had to like uh, say your name, and then um, we said, "Okay, who are you guys with?" This is what she said to us: she, "Who are you guys with?" And we're like, um, "Steve Hanson." Um, we were Steve. We were Steve. Yeah, we just with, with, and she was like, so she pulls out a bit of paper under the iPad, <laughs> <laughs> not the iPad. Must have been the VIP. Yeah, VIP there, there was about six names on there, and then she sort of runs down. We we said our names, and she ticked them off, and then uh, off we go. It wasn't it. Was and we look at the list. So we're standing there, and we're like, "Where is Steve?" Yeah, and she pulls out this list, and right at the very bottom of the list, in black, vivid, is our names. Are our names? <laughs> and we're like, oh, no, there we are. <laughs> and then off we go, and straight in, straight awesome. in. And what an experience that was. Oh man, what was it? Uh, we're in there. Uh, international media. Oh, actually, they were in a in a tent because they, they don't come out until the, like the last ten minutes, and none of that a film or anything. And uh, they gave everyone the rules and no cell phones until uh, we tell you you can bring your cell phones, no photos, and and that's all cool. They normally do that at the end of captains runs, and um, the next minute the bus turns up and uh, the players are pretty much off. Their boots are on and they're out training, aren't they? Yeah, and the, but the most um, interesting thing for me being there was watching them practice the haka, walk through the haka. Yeah. And that and we know that like in that first match there was a different formation. Um Kieran Reed yeah, and T J And we picked up on it, didn't we? Yeah. Like um Kieran Reed started the uh, haka off um in the Diamond Four Nation, but at the back there mm. and then um um T J Petanada um sort of um then took over. But we knew there was something special, eh? Yeah. And we knew, you know, so we didn't even, you know, we could have went out and rang the bros and go, hey, bro, there's a new hucker. But we no. thought we're, it, we're, it's it an honour being there yep. and, and, and what we've seen stays there. Yeah, so that was the captain's run. And we got a chance to meet all of the players afterwards. They were really good and relaxed. and Relaxed, yeah. They really keen to mix and mingle. Did some shout-outs and uh, allowed us to for them to do some shout-outs and uh, end up putting them on my uh, All Black Super Fan page. And then um, Steve came up and we said, hey, Steve. That was special. That yeah. was great. Yeah. Hey, Steve, you know, we're the three guys that have been texting you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's he, like, you bloody annoying guys have been texting me the last two days I've got important shit to worry about <laughs> but he was cool though he come up and um, he had a real good chat and a, a good talk hey, and mm. want to know what we're up to and where we're going and what other games we were going to see and things like that so no it was a special moment so that was <laughs> that was day two. Oh my god that's day two wait till day three comes day two <laughs> so by then we were buggered hey eh? that was the end of it, it was, yeah, and that. then the next day was game day big day game, game day. day so we met up with uh your japanese bro yeah kohei so one of my friends lives in uh wakiyama and, shout out uh, to kohei yeah shout out to kohei man thanks for having us uh we met up with him in the morning uh in shinjuku had a bit of brekkie and then we had some special meetings well not meetings <laughs> but there was an event um, there it was, was a New Zealand tourism event in New Zealand. Um, you know yeah. things like selling New Zealand honey and New Zealand lamb, promoting it. And it was at this r another random place in Tokyo where we didn't know where it was, but because yeah. we had Kohei 
he took us there. So he ended up taking us there. Yeah. Anru bumped into someone that he knew at the event yep. of all places. Yep. Tell us about that, bro. Yeah, well, yeah, I bumped into an old workmate of mine and um, who happens to work at Air New Zealand, and he said, oh, well, the New Zealand Prime Minister's going to be here uh, today oh my and God. a special guest, a very special guest, and we didn't know who that was you until pro- we met the, the bro who worked for Air New Zealand. Eh? Oh, yeah, um, he looked familiar. Uh, he was the young fella, um, Jordan Young. Oh, yeah. He's on the Air New Zealand safety video. Yeah, Māori boy. Māori boy, yeah, from the Taranaki, and yeah. we started talking to him and... And um, we started sharing some of our experiences, and he got the call up to go over there to do this event, and mm. we told him that we'd been to the captain's runs, and it was a big wow moment, eh? Yeah. And then we started chatting, and he goes, well, um, you know, the Prime Minister's coming, Jacinda. We're like, yeah, yeah, man, we're going to hang around for that. And he goes, well, there's someone else coming as well, and you've probably heard of him, eh? <laughs> Richie McCall. <laughs> oh, my God. We're like, who? He's like, Richie McCall's coming as well. Well, we didn't leave. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so they, t- they turn up together, Jacinda Ardern and Richie McCall. And they do their media thing, and then they um, then they go on a, a walk around, and there's all these different stores, these tourism stores with, with Japanese workers there selling New Zealand land. But we, but there was a sort of an outside bollard area where all the people were. But somehow we ended up inside this bollard area, and they weren't letting any more people in. It was just staff and um, I don't know, like guests, I suppose, of yeah. the of the event. But we were yeah. talking to the safety guy video from New Zealand, mm. uh, Jordan Young, as mm. I was telling you before. Mm. And so they thought we were part of the gig because <laughs> we had all, all black clothes on. So they, they allowed us to be there, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. Um, so we so so Jacinda uh, goes in first and she 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 meets with us. She's standing with us for a good solid, what felt like half an hour. That like was only five minutes. It was still a long time just having a chat with us, which was really nice. But while we were talking to her, Richie was still making his way. He was sort of in the background there. While we were talking to Jacinda, afterwards, a guy came and tapped you on the shoulder, eh, bro? That's right. And this guy, a photo. the guy was the same, was Daniel Carter's manager, who we seen two nights before saying, hey, boys, what's going on? And we're like, I put one to one, one, one on one together really quickly. I thought, he must be Richie McCall's manager as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, both the boys from Canterbury, yeah, yeah. managers and both. So we ended up having a chat. And saying, "Hey, what's going on?" And I've uh, got some photos, and he was taking photos of us in the background. And it's like then, a really nice one of us. Yeah, of the prime minister, and us having a conversation. He goes, "Hey, boys, what's your email address?" I've talked some, so he picked up on it, eh? Mm. And he picked up on who we were. Then we met him the night before, yep. or a couple of nights before, and um, sent some really cool photos to our um, email address. And yeah. uh, that was nice of him, eh, to pick that up. Yeah, and we asked him politely. I said, "Oh, you know, we confirmed. Are you Richie's manager?" He said, "Yes, yeah, I am." Yeah. So does. is it all good if we get a photo with Richie? Yeah, no worries, boys. I'll take the photo. It's fine. Boom. So Richie comes through. So it was sort of like a reenactment from the other night. He's like, Richie, Richie. <laughs> Next minute, Richie just walks over. He's like, what's up, boys? We're like, oh, not much. We'll just come over to watch the games and get a couple of photos with them. And then, um, yeah, Richie makes his way through and meets all the other um, people that are around and all the other fans. And then he comes back with this massive tray of, um, uh, what was it? Um, lamb. Lamb chops, cutlets. Lamb chops, yeah, yeah. And he's handing them out. And it was quite, it was quite, he had to be there. It was quite a funny moment. So they're in these little, um, Coffee cups, say these little uh, cardboard coffee cups, and he's handed them out to people. <laughs> hey, Richie, do you mind if I grab one, bro? He's like, no, nah, take one. So he took one. Arnold, took one. So his yeah. tray was empty. Richie looks down and he goes, damn it, I handed them all out. I really wanted one of those chops, eh? <laughs> As I'm biting into my chop, eh? And anyway, anyway, I'm sure he got some more, didn't he? Poor guy, yeah. yeah. But our, meanwhile, our Japanese brother, Kohei, is looking around thinking, holy. What? is going on here the Prime Minister of New Zealand Richie McCall the greatest of all time he's there and the bro Kohei is just going 
what the heck is this? <laughs> and he got photos with everyone as well. We got him in, didn't we? So did. that made his day, eh? And that's the highlights of my first few days in Tokyo. And we've got a lot of other stories we're going to share in our podcast later on. Yep, and we've got some massive guests lined up. Well, very close to to, to confirming them. Uh, contract, have you got that sorted? Yeah, I'm on. Don't worry, I'll, I'll sort but it you out. You need to get it out tonight. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. I don't want to miss out on these guests, eh? Yeah, yeah. We've got yeah, some yeah. massive It's names. under control, don't all worry. All right, I'm, all not, under I'm not panicking. It's okay. Okay, please share <laughs> and subscribe. Pick up the pace podcast for another week. We're out. Pat on!